Welcome to Just Floss It with Jasmine Capra. Hey guys, I'm Jasmine. A registered dental hygienist. There's my teeth. Traveler, fashionista. Ooh la la. When she's not helping people with their smile, she's making them smile. <laughs> Enlightening, honest, funny. I'm a cheese head, duh. This is Just Floss It with Jasmine Capra, and you're listening to her podcast. If you are new here, welcome. If you are an OG, welcome back, babies. Um, I'm so excited to have you guys today on this episode. And if you've been tuning in the last couple of episodes, you know that I've been interviewing different dental influencers on Instagram. My last one was with Brush with Brit. If you haven't tuned into that one yet, you are for sure missing out. This week, I have another special guest coming on to my podcast, and this one I'm very excited for. Um, We met off of Instagram as well, and I will introduce her in a bit. But first, I must tell you guys that my voice sounds a little bit different um, (laughs) because I am having a little bit of like an itchy throw. I think it's from having the AC running every single day. It has been so hot here in Cali that in order to have a good night's rest, I turn on the AC to like 74 so that I could sleep comfortably, but I think it's backfired on me and now I have like this really bad itchy throat, so hopefully I can get through this podcast, but please excuse the tone in my voice that has changed a little bit. Um, But before I get started, I want to tell you that this podcast is sponsored by OrthoBuddy, a 360 degree soft bristle toothbrush. It is an orthodontic toothbrush made for traditional and lingual braces. I'm sure you followed me on my IG or TikTok and saw that I have actually tried this on my mother and also on a few couple patients are going through the orthodontic process. I have really loved this toothbrush because I love that it's soft bristle. It only takes 20 to 30 seconds to use with toothpaste, of course, and you can use it to brush above and below the wire on the upper and lower teeth. And then, of course, you follow up with your regular toothbrush. It can be manual or electric, and it replaces your proxy, interproximal, or even Christmas tree brush. It lasts about three to four months, just like your toothbrush or your toothbrush head, and the handle is made of birch wood. It helps people like us dental professionals or orthodontists and parents turn around patients from poor brushers during orthodontic treatment to amazing brushers, and we all know that Having little to no plaque is golden, and why not help our patients get there? It prevents white spots, decalcification, and cavity gum issues by cleaning all around and in between the brackets and elastics and up to the gums. OrthoBuddy is super easy, safe, and effective, and you can find them on their Instagram, ortho underscore buddy, or on their website, ortho-buddy.com. Today is my day off and I am considering going to the nail salon to get a pedi because my toes do not look (laughs) at all appealing. Um, I'm pretty sure the toe next to the pinky, like the the toenail polish is completely off. So it is that time again. Um, But enough about my pedicure. I guess it's time to call my girl up and let's chat. I can't wait to call her. Let's see. Let's get her on that hotline bling. Alrighty, alrighty, here it goes. Ah, I'm so nervous. Okay, I don't know why I'm nervous. Actually, I'm not nervous. Alright, let's call her. Hello? 
Hello, hello. Hola, ¿cómo estás? Amiga de mi corazón. I know, me too. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. You want me to introduce myself to everyone? Yeah, go for it. You're on live right now. So tell the people who you are, what you do, um, everything, the whole nine yards. All right, all right. So let me introduce with my name. So hello, everyone. My name is Paola Brown. Hi, Paola. Hi, at least you know how to say it. The struggle is real. <laughs> All right, so everyone who's listening, my name is Paola, okay? Here, I'll, Paola. I'll say it for you guys one more time. It's Paola. Paola. Beautiful. I love it. I pass. Okay, so I'm a registered dental hygienist in the state of New Jersey. New Jersey. New Jersey. Um. Okay, so... I, uh, okay, I just... It's okay. okay. So, You're a dental hygienist. You practice in uh, New Jersey. I know you have some kiddos, right? Yes, I do. I have two kids. Well, I'm happily married. Ooh, sorry, guys, husband. for all the guys <laughs> listening and the girls that swing that way. She is happily taken. Sorry, guys, she's off the market. <laughs> I'm out of the market. Two <laughs> beautiful kids. I have my son Matthew, who's ten years old, and mm. I have my daughter Olivia, who is four. I graduated uh, dental hygiene back in 2015 from Middlesex County College here in New Jersey. Is it uh, public or private? It's public. Okay. And I recommend everyone to do so. Like, yes, go for it. Go to Middlesex County College if you're nearby. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. And then do you work currently as in like clinically as a dental hygienist or what do you do now? What's your schedule like? All right. So let me tell you a little bit about the whole dental hygiene. So let me start off by saying that I have always had a passion for dentistry. You know, growing up, uh, well, I'm from Colombia. I was born and raised in Colombia. When did you come so here? I came here in 2006 when I was 15 years old. So do the math. I am 30 now. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, so technically, half of my life I have lived in Colombia. Half of my life here in the U.S. And you know, growing up, I don't know, but like my my Spanish mom, obviously my Colombian mom, and obviously my dad is also Colombian. They were like, when you grow up, you have to be a doctor. And then that stuck to my head. I'm like, a doctor? I don't want to practice, like, medicine. Like, what kind of doctor am I going to be? So then I said to myself, every time I go to a dentist, because my mother always brings me to the dentist, um, I will get compliments on my smile. And, and I said, well, you know, I should do dentistry because... You know, I'm getting compliments, and I know a lot of people struggle, like, smiling because they're self-conscious about their smile. So that was, like, the first hint. I was like, okay, I think I can do dentistry. And I used to play with my sister. I have a little sister. Well, she's not little. She's three years younger than me. And and I used to play that I was the dentist. And I used to clean her teeth and all this stuff. Uh, so when I graduated college, my first year, no. 
when I started going to college, I'm sorry about that. When I started going to college, uh, the first year I went to do my major in biology so I can go to dental school. But the first year I got pregnant with my handsome son, Matthew. So at that point, my husband was like, okay, you're pregnant. You want to become a dentist? It's kind of expensive to do so. And I'm like, but I really like dentistry. So he said to me, why don't you become a dental hygienist first? We'll save a little bit. And then you can become a dentist after that. And I said to him, what's a dental hygienist? Only one is a dental hygienist. So I was, so, I was so used to go to the dentist. I'll see a dentist and I remember an assistant. I'm like, what is a hygienist? And then he literally looked at me and he's like, the people who clean teeth. And I'm like, that's a dentist. And he's like, no, it's a dental hygienist. So we, anyways, we look it up and I was like, okay. Sure, I'll do it. <laughs> I started going to Middlesex County College, so thanks to my husband who encouraged me to become a hygienist because I couldn't be a dentist at the time. And, and I loved it. So I started taking, I'd like to say, my prerequisites, even though it is not a prerequisite because it is part of the two-year curriculum on the dental hygiene program. But for all future hygienists out there, I highly recommend you take these classes before you go into the program for two reasons. One, it gives you more time to prepare yourself to get your GPA really high. And it also, you know, it becomes time because applying to dental hygiene, not that easy as it sounds. I remember I applied in November and then you have april to see if you're accepted or not and then if you are then you'll be you, then you start in september so we're talking about almost a whole year in this whole year you can take classes and make your gpa high so here in new jersey the college that i went to they always look at your science grades uh definitely have to be a and b's I know you have a C out there, Jasmine. I, I know you. Oh, I had a couple um, Cs. I had two. Yeah. Oh, and I honestly, science, they told us the same thing. Like, you have to have A's and B's. And I freaked out because I was like, I know I have two Cs. And yeah, I mean, my counselor told me I wasn't going to get in because of them. So you're absolutely right. Like, you do have to have A's and B's. For sure. A's and B's. And your science, at least in your science. Yeah, science, of course. Um, because that's what they looked at. Um, they, we, I remember how to take this test. Oh, please don't ask me for the name. I just forgot about it. But we all have to take this test before. Um, and I did really bad on that test. Well, not really, really bad. But, you know, about average, I will say. It wasn't high. It was just average. But that didn't matter because they just look at your GPA at the time and your science grades. Um, so when I, the first time I applied, I applied with my friend and we both got on the waiting list. We both got on the waiting list and she got a phone call. I didn't get the phone call. So then that means I had more time to continue taking these prerequisites classes, which again, they're not prerequisites classes, but I had more time and I was like, that's okay. And that's why I told him, well, please start taking these classes in case you don't get in the first time. 
you go for the second time and you're not wasting time you're actually gaining time you know mm-hmm. uh and by the time you know then i applied the following year and luckily i got in but i had a plan b i said okay i need to apply for more stuff because here in jersey uh, in 2015, it was only like three college that were kind of close to me. And I say, if I don't get in, what am I going to do? Maybe I should do nursing. <laughs> and honestly, I just needed it to do something. So I applied for nursing as well, but that wasn't my my number one choice, obviously, but I needed it to do something. Uh, so because I did so good during that year that I waited, I got in. So in my class, they accept only 30 students per year, which is very competitive. You know, you have to think about the amount of people that are applying. We're talking about hundreds of students who want to become a hygienist and only 30 get selected. You know, so when you have that letter that says, yes, you accepted into the program, you belong there, okay? And you know the struggle, it's really hard to pass this hygiene program, but you got accepted. You belong there. You just keep pushing it, keep pushing it. So by the time I got into the hygiene program, all I had to worry about was just dental classes. That's it. I was done with my anatomy, microbiology, chemistry. I mean, all these classes that have not, well, nothing to do with dental, but it is in a, in a way. But you, but you can take it beforehand. So that's my best advice. My best advice for future hygienists is take those classes before you get into the program. While you wait, because you know I consider myself really good student, but there's other people, hundreds of people that are also just as good or even better. I love that advice. I feel like that's truly what I embody as well, and I just tell people like keep going no matter what. Like even if you don't get accepted the first time. I know I didn't. It's okay. Yeah, it's, it's okay. okay. Like, Just keep going and take those classes and make your GPA high. Because a lot of people don't know about this. Because I don't think... Maybe I share it once or twice on my stories. Maybe I should make a post about it. Um, I was actually... Um, my tuition was completely paid because of scholarships. Because I built that GPA. Wow. And Middlesex County College, that's why I always encourage people to go there they have and i'm sure other colleges too they have a hundreds of scholarships that you can apply you can apply for spanish if you're you know single mother if you're an older person if you the first one who is going to college i mean you name it and because of the scholarships i was able to do hygiene and i had zero debt so that's my that's why i go i keep going back Please take those classes. Please make your GPA high and get a scholarship. I love that. Get a scholarship. Yeah, you heard her. Get a scholarship. It's like there's so many widely available and you'd be so surprised as to how many people do not apply for them. And it's just easy, free money. Yeah, sure, it'll take you like a day to write an essay or whatever that they ask for. But honestly... And that's all you need, Jasmine. Yeah. Just a really good essay. Once you have a really good essay... You have it all. And, you know, I'm obviously not very good writing in English. So I look for help, and that's okay. You're going to need help. 
you know, look for help. Don't be ashamed to ask, can you please, you know, uh, read this for me? Can you please help me? And there are so many sources out there and so many people out there that are willing to help you. So not English... Me, not, not me for the essay, but I can help you another way. <laughs> <laughs> English is like your second... Um, your second language, correct? Correct. So this is the other thing. Uh, because I know we're going to go through questions, but one of the questions that um, the French hygienist asked on uh, my story, let me read it one second because I took a screenshot. <laughs> okay, so shout out to the French hygienist because she's lovely. Okay, so she say, um, what, was, what was the hardest part about school? And the, here's my answer. The hardest part for school, for me personally, it was learning the terminology. So I was never an assistant, just like you, Jasmine. I was never an assistant. Terminology was very hard for me to learn. So when people ask me, oh, you're bilingual? I'm like, uh, no, I actually speak three languages. I, Spanish, English, and Beto. That's my <laughs> third language. That is it really is it truly is that was my biggest struggle that was my biggest struggle i I didn't even know kids had numbers i didn't even know it had searches like that i had no idea what that is i just know teeth is fixed and that we have to brush them that's it so i don't know if you know this but my dad is from mexico and he came over here when he was i think he was 16 17 i can't really remember but um so english is his second language as well and so he used to always tell me, he's like, if I could make it through the dental hygiene program, <laughs> then you have no excuses. He's like, because yeah. English wasn't my first language. And I remember I had a couple girls in my class, I think two girls that also English was their second language. And I remember telling them the story and they were just so like motivated and encouraged by it. And I just told them like, keep going. Like my dad is now a dentist. And you could I know, truly put. I, saw a nice I know, like you could truly just put anything you put your mind to, and yeah. I think it's incredible because it allows you to actually relate to people on a different level as well. Um, I feel like because when you are speaking to another patient or to a patient, they may not understand all the hoopla and dental terminology and big words that you are using that we were taught in dental hygiene school. And I think it's important to remember to be aware of your audience and who you're talking to and, you know, relate to them on that level of like, okay, I need to break it down more simpler for this person. Yes. And I think yes, that you absolutely. can you can understand people on that in that way. Yeah, yeah. So not only just like speaking to them, I am a huge fan of intraoral cameras because even if you try to explain to a patient, okay, you have a cavity, it's in between your teeth, you really have like a big hole, and we're talking about an area that is very hard for them to see, uh, like upper right, you know, like all the way back there. I take out my intraoral camera, I take a picture. And I say, you see? So when they see it, it's that, oh, you know, because you can show an x-ray, but we all know an x-ray is a two-dimensional picture that most people don't even understand. Let's just be real. For more than you explain, they won't understand. 
But when you take a picture of the actual tooth and then you leave it there in the computer, for the whole time that you're doing the, the cleaning, they're going to be, oh, I, yeah, that, I do need that. <laughs> I, I, you know, they're most likely to get treatment. And yeah, because they can I visually so see it. Done for not just for myself, for the deep cleanings, but also for the doctors. So as a hygienist, you know, we have a big, big, big role in the office. I think we're really the head of the dental office. Obviously, it takes a whole team, but you have to think about that every patient that comes in, they're going to see you first. And they spend the most time with you as well. Yes. Yeah, they spend so much time with us that they literally ask me, like, are you the dentist? And I'm like, (laughs) no, 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 no. But I'm telling you ahead because when he comes in, he's just going to confirm what I just told you. You know, I'm not giving you a diagnosis yet because that's the dentist's job. But I'm telling you what you need. I'm laughing so hard because I feel like (laughs) if you were to put us side by side clinically, like, our rooms next door our delivery is probably very similar because i can tell like by the way that you're talking that we are very very similar in the way that we (laughs) discuss things with our patients and it is very funny i don't know if most people know this but um i remember in one of my offices when i first started working the doctor pulled me in and he was like I really want you to work on, um, like, how you deliver conversations with your patients. And, like, he was like, I really want you to, like, brush up on, like, how to discuss certain treatments and, like, kind of work on your vocabulary and all this stuff. And I was like, um, yeah, I, I'm, I don't work like that. I literally told him, I was yeah. like... I don't work like that. I said, look. And then, then that's why you are, you know, when you're looking for a job, again, if you're a current hygienist looking for a job, future your hygienist, when you look for a job, what really makes, like, you know, to get the job, like, if you fit for that office, is doing a working interview. I don't care what you tell me. You have to do a working interview because that's something else, you know? Uh, when... Be- <laughs> This is funny. Um, well, not really funny, but I remember um, hygiene school, and I was in the clinic, and I have this professor who, I will, of course, I will not say her name, <laughs> but she didn't really like me too much, and I didn't like her either, okay? She's a great professor, but she was tough, okay? She was tough, very tough, and one thing that she said to me before I graduated, this was like a week before I graduated, she said to me, Paola, you know what? You will never have, you're not going to have a hard time looking for a job. And I, here I am so excited. I'm like, oh, you know, my clinical skills are very good, right? And she's like, yes, but that's not why. And I said, then why? Because you have the personality. People love you because of your personality. And I'm like, okay, so you're telling me how's my clinical skills because that's as well. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be able to remove the tartary, okay? And she was like, yeah, you have that, but I tell you that personality, you can't teach that. You, you really know? can't. I 100% can't agree with that. You know, she was like, I did my job 
teaching you how to scale teeth, you have the job of choice side, you know, how to communicate with patients. That's on you. And that's my, another advice that I have for you. Like, please, you know, don't be shy. Don't be ashamed. Like, I'm a silly goose. You know, my patients love me because I'm silly, but I'm also delivering the message that I want to deliver. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going straight to the point. Like, I, oh my God, I have so many stories. We'll be here forever. Like, this will be podcast part one, part two, part three, because we'll never finish. (laughs) We can carry on way more. We definitely can. We should do one, like, just, like, story time. So, before you keep going, like, this girl uh, from my Instagram, she messaged me. And I thought this would be so good for us to touch base on. Her name is... Um, her Instagram handle is Courtney period and period Howard. So Courtney Howard, she asked, how do you talk to patients about buying an electric toothbrush without making them feel like you are pushy or trying to sell them something? I would love for okay. a patient to, t- to walk for you <laughs> to walk I'm out. Here for you. I love it. I love, I love <laughs> this question. You know, this is a question that I actually discussed um, private message with the French hygienist. Um, so anyone out there who wants an advice, wants a tip, please message me. You know, I might take a little long to reply, but I promise you I will reply. <laughs> and, and this is the, this is what I say to the friend hygienists and for future, you know, for dental hygienists that are uh, trying to have the patients on the electric toothbrush. First of all, this is how I start the conversation. Uh, I say, I ask, you know, what are you currently using? Are you using a manual toothbrush or an electric toothbrush? And they reply, a manual toothbrush. Like I say, I'm very goofy. So I say, you use a manual toothbrush. You know it's 2021, right? (laughs) You know it's 2021, right? It's 2021. (laughs) First of all, it's 2021. What are you doing? I like the way this appointment is going so far. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I'm like, it's 2021. Go and I proceed. Do you have a smartphone? They say yes. And I said, then why don't you have a smart toothbrush? And they go, why is it better? Oh, and here I am sitting down and I'm like, it's a lot better. So first of all, before I even begin telling you why this toothbrush is better, let me emphasize that this toothbrush is a prescription for you, okay? (laughs) This is a prescription that your insurance will not pay, okay? But it's a prescription. You know, some prescriptions are not covered by insurance. This is one of them, okay? This is uh, this this is going to help your health to be a lot better, okay? Because right now you have gingivitis. This toothbrush is going to do the job to get rid of that gingivitis because your manual toothbrush is not doing it. Now, again, we can talk about electric toothbrushes. I love Oral-B. We have the Sonicare. Then I explained that. I said, we have Oral-B here. We have Sonicare here. They both great. Which one do you choose? It's like you ask me, do I get an iPhone or do I get a Galaxy? Again, this go back to the phone, okay? And I'm an iPhone girl. I'm going to tell you to get an iPhone. Does that mean Galaxy is back? No. It's patient's preference. Okay? It's patient's preference. So I'm going to recommend the Oral-B because that's what I like. 
if you don't like it, you have 60 days money back guarantee. You can get your money back, but please get another one because it's patient's preference. Many people out there are going to be like, oh, no, I'm a Samsung Galaxy girl. I'm like, that's fine. I don't care what brand you use. Just get an electric toothbrush. Just get a damn electric toothbrush, okay? Then I tell everyone, listen. Paola. If you're going to. If you Paola, buy one, hold yes, on, yes. I, hold on one sec. My dog is like seriously being such a little brat right now, and she keeps barking at my door to let her in. So hold on one sec. <laughs> All right, what? Hold on. Okay, so basically they've bought the Oral B now. They love it. They keep it. They come back to you in six months, let's just say, and their hygiene has obviously. Improved. Right? Improve, you don't, you don't even know. Like, I take pictures. Again, go back to the internal camera. Please take a picture. Take a picture of that, what the gingiva, the gums look like. And then take a picture again. I challenge you to do so. Okay? It's very important to also not only tell the patient, okay, you need this electric toothbrush. You have to show them how to use it. Because, again, we go back. Which one do I get? Oral-B or Sonicare? They both great, but they have, it's all in the technique. You can have an electric toothbrush, but if you're not using the right technique to brush your teeth, you're not doing anything. So you have to show the patient how to properly use the electric toothbrush. And yeah, and I, I don't think it's a bad idea. I don't think it's a bad idea to even ask them to bring in the toothbrush with them as well, like at their next appointment, and just kind of show them like where to concentrate on or focus on, um, how to use the toothbrush. I know I have a lot of my patients that do that as well, that maybe even after that second appointment don't have still the best of the best hygiene, and it's just probably the way that they're brushing. It's their technique. Yeah, their technique. technique. And I know that spending that extra five minutes can really not only impact their um, amount of plaque that, that, that or tartar that they have in their mouth, but also our appointment time as well. Because what used to take me 45 minutes now makes, probably takes me 20 because I took that extra five minutes yeah. to show them mm-hmm. how to properly use the toothbrush. The technique, yeah. So, you know, when you talk to patients about getting an electric toothbrush, and now make it seem that it's a sale. First of all, don't think it's a sale because I just told you it is a prescription. I am prescribing this for you. So that's why you have to tell the patient this is a prescription. And you know what? I don't really mind if you get it in the office. In the office, I always say it's a lot cheaper. But if you don't want to get it in the office, get it at Costco. Okay? Costco has the best deals. If you're buying a one toothbrush, get it at the office. If you're buying two, go to Costco. I don't really care where you get it from as long as you're using one i think she said it best guys like um honestly my i don't say the prescription part but i'm definitely going to add that to my discussion that is fabulous but i would say mine is very similar to yours i very much tell them like are you using i start the conversation off are you using electric or manual generally they'll say manual and i'm like okay, well, you need a little extra TLC. Yeah, you need a little extra (laughs) TLC. And unfortunately, a manual toothbrush just isn't cutting it for you. And Mm -hmm. there is a couple different electric toothbrushes that are out on the market that I really, 
um, value, love, and enjoy and see a lot of different patients that I have using them have a great success with using them if they use them properly, of course. And two of my favorite electric toothbrushes to recommend are what what Paola said, which is Philips Sonicare and Oral-B. Honestly, mm-hmm. either one of them is solid. And um, I think it's very important as a dental professional to recognize what what Paola said is that every patient is so different and it's honestly personal preference. So I may love one toothbrush more than the other, but that doesn't mean that my patient may like that. So I tell them, you know, one is oscillating and the other one just is similar to a regular toothbrush head. However, it vibrates and it's very powerful and it's going to break apart that bacteria so it doesn't have time to mineralize and become tartar. And it also has a timer in it, which is going to tell you when to stop. And it also either pauses for a split second or beeps telling you to move to a different quadrant or location in your mouth. And I think that's so important because what you may think is two minutes is not what another person thinks is two minutes. And let's face it, a lot of us are not having a timer at hand telling us, oh, it's been two minutes. (laughs) Right. And that's why I go back to the smartphone. I love comparing electric toothbrushes with a smartphone because First of all, every year they come out with a new one, okay? So it's like, do I get the iPhone 12 or do I get the iPhone 11? So it's like, do I get the iPhone or do I get the Genius? doesn't matter. It's going to work. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Although I will say the IO is a great advancement for Oral-B. I'll be honest with you, like growing up, my mom always handed me or purchased us a Philips Sonicare toothbrush. She never purchased us an Oral-B. So it wasn't that I was against Oral-B. I just didn't really know what. Never tried it. Yeah, I never really tried it until school or um, until obviously now with the Oral-B. I just see a significant difference in it and what it has to offer. And a lot of people like that smart technology that comes with the Philips Sonicare. And again, I'm not trying to compare the two, but it is uh, Oral-B has woken up and they have improved their toothbrush immensely. And I'm telling you, the advancements on the IO is truly incredible. And if you don't know this, they actually have a um, like a special uh, promotion or price for dental hygiene students as well as dental professionals that are licensed and practicing and I would definitely give it a shot. Um, It is for sure worth it just to see what it has to offer for your patients. Again, I think it's important to know that there are different toothbrushes on the market to fit each individual patient. So uh, regardless of if I'm more towards the other one or not, um, I'm more in the middle. They both great. And they're both just great great toothbrushes. And I'm so excited that Oral-B has finally change the game for themselves it's been a long time coming and it is a sexy toothbrush <laughs> no, it's, it's amazing and you know what and i'm going to tell everyone um about when you know explaining to the patient a lot of patients uh well i work for two offices one we work with insurances the other office we don't accept like we don't participate with insurances and if you are 
if you have insurance through your employer, a lot of people have what is called an HSA. HSA. Yes, oh, yes, that. And when you have this letter of recommendation, it says there, what is the diagnosis? It's gingivitis. So I go back. This is a prescription for you. You know, it goes back. This is a prescription. It is a prescription. You know, mm-hmm. whether you have that to cover or not, you know, you, you still have to get it. Yeah, and no. I did. I totally forgot about that. That's a great point. So HSA is something that's provided by some people's um, jobs, okay. which is so awesome. Like I'm pretty jealous because we obviously don't get that. However, it allows the patient to um, have an opportunity to get certain things that we recommend. And I've even placed a water pick under there as well. Um, so that's definitely something to add to your daily thought process of like when you are talking to patients about, you know, different products that they can add to their daily regimen, say, hey, do you have HSA? You know, I don't really know much about insurance. This is kind of how I word it. I don't really know much about insurance or money or anything like that, but I've heard from the front desk talking about how some HSA programs will cover the cost of your electric toothbrush or a water pick. And I definitely think it's worth a shot to see if it works for you um, and just kind of go about it that way. I think, Courtney, when you were referring to in your message to me about how do you not sound pushy or like you're trying to sell them, you're not trying to sell them or push anything on them. Correct. Tell right. them that this is going to improve their mouth, their hygiene. And that it's a prescription. Yes. And Honestly, the patient will walk out with an electric toothbrush, Mm -hmm. I tell you, probably 90% of the time. Or they may not walk out of your operatory or office with one, but they'll go to Costco or Walmart, Target, wherever they go to purchase that electric toothbrush because you recommended it. And I, I think once you put it in your head that way, you won't sell. It'll just come very naturally. No, no, you won't. You won't. You know, and some of my patients is say, oh, my God, you are really good at selling. And I get so upset when they say this because I'm like, I seriously, like, stir down. Like, I'm not selling you anything. Yeah. I'm telling you what you need. Yeah. You know? Like, this is, this is not an option for you. <laughs> yes. It's, I'm not <laughs> selling you on anything. Let's this is, this is what your mouth needs. This scenario. Let's just change the scenario, okay? Change the scenario to if you go to a medical office uh, and you have this rash on your skin and they say, okay, you need this cream to be better, okay? This is the same thing. This is what you need for your teeth. It's a prescription. I'm not telling you anything. All people, a lot of people ask me, oh, you should be in real estate. I'm like, no, I'm not selling. I'm not selling. Yeah, I'm just telling you, you know, what you need. This is not about sales. So I had uh, last night I on my Instagram, I asked people to send in questions, topics for us to discuss on our podcast episode today. And so let's go over a few of them. Uh, at Emma's Talk te- Talks Teeth. I really love her reels. They're really funny. She's funny as heck. Uh, She said, what's your all-time favorite color figs? Yeah. 
Okay, well, I'm not Jasmine, so I don't have all the colors, obviously. <laughs> obviously this is a tough a question. <laughs> but I, I am a big fan of fix. Um, and I think my favorite color, even though I love blue and pink, I have to say the red one. The red. The red one is just, yeah. It's very bold. Color. It's very spicy and... I just and feel like I worry. I get so many compliments. You say, "Whoa!" Like you know, like I look good. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What's your favorite like top style and the bottoms? Okay, so my top style uh, for sure is the Rafaela one. I don't know how they come up with this style, but it's the best. Like I love it because. I look so professional. Oh my god! Like, every I time I, every time I wear I that, my have to wear a gown over it. Like, what do I have to wear a gown? <laughs> I need to show off my top. <laughs> when I wear that one, my dental assistant says I look like a sushi. Um... <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. A sushi yeah, chef. Kind of that. Yeah. But I love it. I it's love so cute. I'm like, I, I don't it. care. I love that. I like this top is just so flattering in so many different ways. Is that your favorite one too? Um, I would say it's my top two. So my first one would have to be the Katarina top. It's just a simple V-neck with one pocket. And yeah. um, I would say Raffaella is my second one. I think both of them are incredible. Um, but my favorite bottoms are the Yolas the and joggers. the Z Zamora joggers. Yes, yes. But yes. it's so hard because... I love the high-waisted. Yeah, yeah, the high-waisted's very... don't take it away from me ever because <laughs> I will be wearing those until I die. I, you know, I'm a mom. I need high-waisted. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite color scrubs, this is... I know you're going to laugh because this is so dumb, Why? but it's black. I just it's love amazing. Amazing. black. I like, so <laughs> I love the basic black. I just think it's, like, you can wear any color pop of shoes with them. You can style your hair any different way you want. I just love basic black. But for sure, if I had to pick a color of the rainbow, I would probably pick, oh, it's so hard. Um, Gosh, what is my it's favorite funny. one? I black. I have, I, black, I I have been getting so many compliments on the charcoal so I think charcoal oh, is probably, I can't wait oh, they're that. so freaking cute. And I love the red like ties on the strings. It's just very flattering color. And I feel like it's, you know, next to black, it's not too far away. Um, but that's, <laughs> that's mine. And by the way, guys, if you're listening, I have a discount code for you. If you haven't used it, it's figs X faucet. And I think it gives you about 15% off. It's a little some, some, I don't make any money off of using my code, but I love helping you guys out because I know that we all loving, I uh, love adding scrubs to our <laughs> collection that we already have. Um, but I just love figs and I know that I'm an ambassador for them, but I'm not just saying this. Their scrubs screams quality. And yeah. yes, they are a little bit on the more pricier side. But what I will say is they will last you a very long time. I've had my scrubs for at least five years and they still look the same. So wow. yeah, they're really good quality. They really you know, are. I tried figs because of my doctor. Oh last really? Year, it was actually it was actually last year that I so I worked for two offices. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And one of the offices I started working with them exactly a year ago. And it's a very small office. This is the office that don't participate with any insurances. And the doctors, like, you know, it's very small. But so it's like one hygienist, one doctor, two assistants from the, that. Day. And he was like, we need scrubs. And I say, oh, you're going to order scrubs? You know, I, you know the struggle that doctors doesn't really, they don't really provide scrubs. Uh, at least this was the first time in six years that a doctor bought scrubs for me. Aww. And he's like, oh, I'm thinking about buying fakes. What do you know about them? And I, you should have seen my face. I'm like, did you say fakes? Like, I know about fakes because I see them on Instagram and I think Jasmine rocking them. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're going to buy fakes for me? Oh. I love you. That, that's why I'm still here. I'm just kidding. But, you know, <laughs> I would stay there. Shoot. <laughs> he, he, he's great. He's a great doctor. And he actually bought the first pair of, uh, pair of scrubs uh, from Fix for me, which is the like Caribbean Blue. And he bought the burgundy ones. Oh, that's those are both. Oh, the color. burgundy. Oh, I forgot about that color. I love the burgundy. Nice. The burgundy is awesome too. Burgundy. And I have the limited edition one, the Mickey Mouse one, because mm-hmm. I love Disney. But just, <laughs> I love Disney. I love Disney. <laughs> so yeah, so that will be my favorite color. But black is very nice. Black is actually very professional, and it's so funny that you say black because when I was in dental hygiene school. We had to wear royal blue. So when I graduated, it, well, actually, when I was in school, we were all complaining about the royal blue. We were like, why do we have to wear blue? Why don't we wear black? It's more professional. And so when I graduated school, I was like, I am not wearing royal blue because <laughs> I am, like, over. over You're like, blue. I'm done. And I, I'm done with royal blue. And it's funny because last year, so last year or two years before, the school because we talked about it so much. They actually changed the scrub color for black. Hmm. Can you believe it? No. Yeah. They're lucky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were lucky. So Crystal uh Liani on Instagram, um, she's here from Jersey and she just graduated from Middlesex and she wore black. Lucky. And I wanted her to tell her, that's me. We did that. We had an <laughs> we ugly we had an ugly ass like Pepto Bismo Barbie pink color, and it was so annoying oh. because every time we walked on the campus, like people would call us like the Barbies. Wait, did and, you like, say pink? Did you not have any guys in your class? No, we were all girls, we- all girls, and oh. that's why the director, or I think it was the director, chose the pink color for our class. And like, I feel like that's kind of why I shied away from pink for so long and I only have for one so long, yeah I'll do it to you I know I know every day I pink love blue, but I was so done with the damn royal blue and now <laughs> it's been six years that I have not wear royal blue I'm like I kind of want royal blue now <laughs> I know it's really pretty okay so the next question hey it's yeah. me Casey Instagram handle she asked questions you should ask on an interview Ooh. Questions you should ask about interview. Okay. Oh, we questions we should ask here. on an interview. Uh, I think it's very important to you know over the years that I have been interviewed. I think it's important to ask 
about you? How is it going to benefit you being in the office? So what I mean by that is, you know, we all know the very basic questions, like how many, how much time per patient and all this. But I want to encourage you about you. How is it going to benefit you to work for the office? So, for example, am I getting benefits? Okay. Am I getting commission? Am I getting some kind of bonus? Because, again, patients see you first. You are like the main of the office, believe it or not. And because of you, patients will do treatment towards, you know, towards the doctor. So, again, if a patient is a crown and a root canal, if they need, uh, I work for the office and we do Invisalign, we do sleep. You know, I'm making production for the office. So how are you going to compensate that for me? So how because would you, have, how would you go about asking we, that question to the doctor during the interview? During the interview? So basically, um, I will ask something like, you know, do you guys have like a, something to compensate? for production, you know, because we have to think about the office. If the office is doing good, you're doing good, okay? Like, this is a teamwork. You have to be able, I don't, like, to recommend, okay, because we're not selling anything. Again, we're not selling anything because these are things that patients need, and it's going to improve their oral health. So you're going to recommend things, and, you know, um hold on you're gonna recommend things and the doctor is making money out of it right so how am i gonna get compensated you know for production for it doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to be production but also things that you have to ask about what do you guys recommend to patients that they can buy in the office so like fluoride um sealants because sealants is not just for kids we all know that uh sealants we have the electrical brushes we have the water pig we have you know deep cleaners we have a resting we have uh laser we night have you know, so much stuff night guards you know this is all production so you have to think that if the office is doing good you're doing good i 100 so percent one question agree that with you her. should ask during the interview so not just you know, compensation-wise, but also as about vacation. Do you offer at least a week, you know? Like, how about, like, six days, you know? And a lot of offices will tell you, oh, well, you have to be full-time, but you know what? You will deserve at least one week. That Let me just put it out there. You deserve at least one week. I don't care if you're full-time or part-time. You deserve a week. You know, you said as you please you know if you want to use a whole week or if you want to use it like individual days but you have to make sure that you have at least a week of pay whether you're full-time or not because most offices don't even offer benefits so me i believe that i'm very valuable to the office not just because I'm cleaning teeth here, but also I have my local anesthesia license. That makes me more valuable to your office. I'm also bilingual. That is more valuable to your office as well. And again, it has to do with where you work, obviously, you know, depending on the demographics. Um, one of the office, the other office that I work, I do have a lot of Spanish patients. 
and they're understanding things because I'm speaking their language. Mm-hmm. You know, and that makes it more valuable. The, the other office that I work that I don't really see Spanish patients, I have my local anesthesia license. Before me, the, the hygienist that used to work here, she didn't have her license. And the doctor, again, this is a great doctor, you know, he bought me scrubs. He said to her, go get your license, I'll pay for it. She said, no. And I'm like, what? So just because you have your local anesthesia license, that makes you more valuable too. So if you don't have your license, please go get it. Because that saves time, not just for you, but also for the doctor. You think the doctor wants to come and anesthetize the patient for you? That's time, you know, and time is money. That's it. Time is money. Yep, yep. So, you know, don't obviously ask the basic question, you know, how much time per patient, blah, blah, blah. But you have to ask about you. So, Mac. What are you going to get out of this office? Instagram handle Mac underscore K. She asks interviews, do's, and don'ts. So and one thing okay, my so. professor taught me or us, our class, I don't know if it was the same for you because I've actually heard that it wasn't the same for a lot of dental hygiene students. But my professor said, do not show up in scrubs like for your interview. Show up no. in like a professional outfit to yes. show like your personality or professionalism outside of dental hygiene. Um, so I would personally recommend that i showed up in an interview outfit and i highly recommend you do as well yeah and i'm gonna share something else that actually my professor told me to do and i did it my first interview and i remember like yesterday please don't do it so don't do that and that is i don't know if you have to do this portfolio thing of all the clinics yes did you have to do that yes okay please don't show up with a portfolio because that's showing that you just kind of graduate and you're like a kid no be confident you know you already a professional you earn that so please don't show with the portfolio so that i will say don't show with the portfolio even though <laughs> my professor encouraged to do so and the first time they, they don't really look at it let's just be honest they don't look at it please show they don't the even look at what school That's you go to they don't even no, look at like what college you graduated. They just care about they your personality, your truthfully. So let yes. that shine. Another don't, I would say, is don't ask for money until they do. So until they bring that up, do not bring it up yourself. Um, that's just my recommendation. I've always been told that and I've kind of always followed that. Generally, they will bring it up probably towards the end. And if you're yeah. not happy with it, one way that I go about the conversation is, you know, I have a lot to bring forth to the table, kind of like reflecting back to what Paola said. I'm bilingual. I carry great patient rapport and I'm able to make the patient feel not only as though I care, but also like a family member. And that's very, very important to me. I will do my best to take in constructive criticism from you and learn from my mistakes. And I promise you that I will be a team player and add nothing but positivity to this office and bring forth treatment for you. And I believe that I would love, like, I believe that the going rate for this area is, and do your research before, but I surely did, 
And I would say, you know, the going rate for this area is about $400 a day. Um, and since I have more to bring to the table, I would feel comfortable exploring $425 a day. And then if yeah. they say no, they go, okay, well, um, that's a lot for a new grad or blah, 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 or it's a lot for just two years experience. Um, I'm okay with 400. Just be like, okay, well, then I feel comfortable. Uh, yeah, I'd be like, I feel comfortable with how about we start at 400 and after 60 days of proving my worth, we meet at 425. And generally, yeah, you guys... Absolutely. They will say yes. Don't settle. They will say yes. Don't settle Don't because settle for less. you deserve the best. Yes, they will see your value. If you are hungry, if you are eager to learn, and as long as you're just not stagnant in your ways or going about hygiene just by doing your job and clocking in, clocking out, they will see your value and they will give you what you deserve as long as you fight for it. That's right. So don't settle. That's right. that's, that's settle. probably meet halfway. Yes. You know? Can you meet me halfway? <laughs> um okay, okay I have so question. Yes, yes. Okay, so also for uh, from the French hygienist, she said your favorite part of your job. Mm. This was a hard question because I love my job. <laughs> I love my job, but I obviously have to pick one favorite part. So my favorite part of the job is education. I love educating my patients. I love taking the time to explain how to properly brush, how to properly floss, why you need a, a mouthwash that contains fluoride. Like That's my favorite part of my job because you don't even know how many patients tells me I've been coming you know, to the dentist for so many years and no one ever showed me this. You will be surprised how many people say that. And I'm sure you have had patients that have said that to you if they never met you. So education is my favorite part because that's when you see improvement. If you take the time to educate your patient, that's when you see improvement. If you just clean teeth and don't tell them how to do it, they're most likely going to come back the same because they don't know how to do it. So my favorite part is education. I love that. I have to, I'm trying to think what mine would be. It's so hard to narrow down what it would be. But yeah, if I really look at it, I think education is mine too. I love seeing, you know, what I share with them and them coming back for their recall appointment, a changed person. I think that brings me so much happiness to my heart. And I just feel like, okay, I've done my job. And I'm still continuing to do my job to change these people's mind about hygiene or how important oral hygiene them. is. You know, you know, when I yeah, praise them. I tell them, I tell them, oh my goodness, you have just made my day. And I really mean it. I'm like, you're the patient of the day. Like, let's snap a picture of this day. Like, write it on the calendar because you have, <laughs> you know, again, I have so many stories. That's for another episode. But... Yes, when, you know, let them know what they're doing right and continue to to encourage for them to keep doing it because you have to say it. Even though they're doing good, 
you have to keep saying it so they don't get, you know, because they're like, okay, well, then I'm good. Then I don't have to do it again. No, you have to keep doing it, you know, to maintain it. Mm-hmm. So let them know they're doing a great job. Again, take pictures. You know, when they see it, they believe it. I'm that type of girl that... I need to see it to believe it. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely like a visual person as well. So I I imagine that the comments, the positive comments as well as showing them pictures, they're just going to be blown away as well. Or we're just overly excited because we're, <laughs> we're obsessed with teeth. So either way, I think she's right. Just make fun of it and be positive, cheer them on, be their biggest cheerleader, and you'll see tons of success from there on forward, hopefully. Okay, I have a question from from Lucy, RDHAP101. And this is a personal question. She has a lot of questions, but one of them says, talk about other obsessions that you have, like food, makeup, traveling, Okay, so food-wise, I love food, you know, like, <laughs> I don't have a preference, to be honest. If it's food, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always hungry. Like, when patients come in, they're like, I'm like, hi, how are you? And they're like, good, how are you? And I'm like, hungry. I'm always hungry. <laughs> I'm always hungry. So food, I love food. Um, I love Mexican food. I love Cuban food. Uh, Thai food, I love. I, I just love food. I mean, I don't have a favorite, favorite food. I don't because I love food. I love food as well. If you put... Food, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> if you put Thai food, Mexican or Italian food right in front of me, I'm there. But honestly, I... I'm there. You I'm very... I'm not a picky eater. <laughs> um, I never have been. I actually am very open to trying different foods. So... I'd have to say the same, like, put food in front of me, and I thought I was the only one that's hungry all the time, but I definitely am, all the time, like, I'm just hungry, I I think the most embarrassing is, like, when I'm running late in the mornings, and I don't have time to eat breakfast, and I'm cleaning a patient's teeth, and my stomach growls, and I'm like, sorry, I forgot, I didn't eat breakfast this morning, I was running late, and I just, like, you Tell need them. to keep some some stuff in your office, like protein <laughs> bars, something. You know, tell your boss. Again, my boss, he makes sure he goes to Costco and suck up, you know, and protein bars, even chips. Yeah, you, you know, they're not really good for you, but something to put in your stomach, okay? You make the choice. Have something. Don't starve. Because you know what? If you're hungry, you're going to be hungry. You know, like you're going to be angry. Like, yeah. No. You're going to be that hang, hangry Paola. Yeah. And then she says makeup. I love makeup. I wish I had the time to, like, even to do my makeup. Sometimes I feel like I chose the wrong profession. Obviously not because I love it. But it's like I'm going to the dental office with all these PPE. I get very discouraged to wear makeup because no one is going to appreciate it. I have this big look, this mask, this facial. Who is going to see my makeup? No one. No one is going to see it. And then you just end up like breaking out from it because... Oh, yeah, that's the biggest part. You don't do it just for yourself. I mean, you do makeup for yourself, period, not for other people because it makes you feel good. But then I start breaking out so bad. Yeah. I don't, uh, I personally I, I, don't wear makeup anymore. I remember when I first graduated and I had my first couple of jobs, I did wear makeup. And 
I was just like, what am I doing? I'm wasting money. I'm wasting time. And truthfully, like the mask just takes it off. And it just, it's kind of like a waste in my eyes. I mean, sure, like brush up your eyebrows a little bit, put some sunscreens on, sunscreen on. But to me, I guess on a daily basis, I don't wear makeup. And maybe it's a bad thing because like you said, you do it for your, yeah, you do it for yourself. But at the you know same why it's time, not a bad thing because when you do it, then you're gonna be like, "Whoa, who are you?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I just feel like for it's me, I love that. Like when I do wear makeup on the weekends, it's like a special moment, and my husband recognizes it because he sees me during the week without any makeup at all. And then on the weekends, he's like, "Okay, like you're getting ready for me, like." This is for me. And it really is. Like, I get dressed up because yeah. I'm excited to be with him or I want him to see me, like, you know, more beautified or whatever. And so, I don't know. It's kind of the way I look at it. So, most of the time on my Instagram, you'll see me without any makeup during the week. I'm just not a huge fan of wearing makeup. But there's nothing against women that do. If you do, I think it's incredible. Um, and very yeah, honorable. Time, please do yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I just like, I don't have the energy for it. I'm like, can I sleep in for 10 more minutes? Like, that's where my mind's do, at. <laughs> you know what I do? I do put mascara every day. So at least I'm, I, that's considered makeup. I'm putting mascara. Okay. Okay. She so, puts mascara. What's your favorite mascara? Oh, well, my favorite mascara, it has to be the Lancome. Hypnotic, I think it's called. Ooh, Hypnotic, hypnos, something like that. It's my favorite. Mm. It's my favorite mascara. I yeah. Uh, and then she talks about traveling. Um, I haven't traveled much because of the pandemic, but I mean, as long as I'm out of the house, I'm happy. You know, you can take me two blocks from my house, and that is considered traveling for me. <laughs> <laughs> As long as I'm out of the house, I'm happy. This is traveling for me. This is vacation, you know? I have actually a personal question for you. Yeah. How did you and your husband meet? Oh, my God. This is a long story, but let's try to make it short. So when I met my husband, I was a server at Chili's restaurant. Uh, this Chili's was located inside of a mall. Wait. That is very Did you close. say Chili's restaurant? Yeah, chilies. Okay, okay. You no know chilies. Yeah, you yeah. Guys have chilies? We have one, but it closed down. <laughs> oh, we have so many out here. Uh huh. Okay, so chilies. I used to work at the restaurant. Um, I'm sorry, it's inside of the mall, and the mall is close to Newark Airport. Very close, like nearly five minutes. So he is a police officer, and he well now he retired. He just retired in April. Mm-hmm. He did 24 years um, for the police, so he retired. Uh, but he used to go and eat there with his friends, you know, with his uniform and everything. And he used to shake me out. <laughs> and one time he came to me and he was like, how come you know my server today? And I was like, this is something people don't know about me. When I first met someone, like, in person, I'm very rude, like, very mean. I <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just... Like, to men in general? To everyone, even females. I'm just, like... Do you have, like... Do you have, like... like Do you have RBF? (laughs) 
Is that what it is? Do you know what RBF yes. is? Yes. Okay, for yes. those that don't know, yes. RBF yes. is resting <laughs> bitch face. Yes, yes. And I have that. I don't know why. It's like, I look at people like, why are you talking to me? You know, but I'm not that person. It's just that, that that's my that's my first impression. It's, it's really bad. <laughs> obviously, this does not happen with patients because I'm in a professional environment. But <laughs> just that chilies. Just that chilies you were RBFing. Just that chilies. And, like, you know, if you see me out there, it's like, I don't, I don't know you. Like, I don't know. Anyway, so he was like, why you haven't, you're not going to take care of me today? And then I look at him and I'm like, because that's not my table. That was really my answer. I'm like, that's not my table. And he's like, okay, do you think you can uh, be my servant today? And I was like, I see what I can do. (laughs) (laughs) I'll see what I can do. (laughs) (laughs) Because it wasn't my table. So, you know, here I am trying to feel important, you know, obviously. So I go and I tell my friend, listen, do you mind if I take care of this table? You know, you can take care of mine and so we can be equal. She's like, sure, no problem. So I took care of him, and after the third time that he went to the restaurant, he asked me, are you under 25? At the time, I was 18 years old. <gasps> 18. And I was like, yeah. And then he was like, okay, um, do you mind if I have your phone number? And then I look at him, and I'm like, I'm going to think about it. <laughs> I'm going to think about it. So I go in the kitchen, and I have this manager and and i was like oh my god can you believe that guy just asked me for my phone number and he was like who and i'm like right there and he was like the police officer like there's something about police officers that some people get excited because they just wear uniforms i don't know i mean i i wear scrubs i don't know and then he's like yes you have to give it to him blah 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 and again i was 18 i came when i was 15 years old to the u.s so my english is not very good at that time it wasn't. It's still not good. I'm still improving. <laughs> I think it's beautiful. Oh, thank you. So, so I gave him my phone number um, when I gave him the check. And then we just started testing. And our first day, I remember he, you know, because he's much older than me. He picked me up on this nice car. I remember because he doesn't have it anymore. It was an Infiniti G35, two doors, very sporty car. He comes to my house with a button-up shirt. He brought me flowers. Aww. And he's like, and I was like, okay, where are we going? And he was like, oh, we're going to go for a helicopter ride in New York. And I'm like, what? That's my first day, helicopter ride? You know I had to marry this guy. Wait, did you I guys really go on a helicopter ride? Yeah, yeah. He was trying we're to put a ring on it. He was trying to swoop you up. <laughs> He sure did. And you know what? What really like um about my husband and I still like is that he's a gentleman. And what I mean by that, when I went into his car, he opened the door for me. I'm like, wow. I, I, this is so positive. <laughs> you know, he was looking good, he was smelling good, and he opened the door. I am going to marry you for sure. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. <laughs> so that's basically how I met him. Oh my and, goodness. Um a lot of people think he's Spanish, um, because he does look Spanish, but he's not. He's actually half black, half Italian. Oh wow, that's a great mix. Yeah. 
<laughs> they really are beautiful. They really are beautiful. So yeah, you so went through hygiene. He's He's being the biggest supporter. One, he told me about hygiene. Uh, you know, keep in mind, I didn't know what a hygienist was. He was like, do, do hygiene. And then two, at uh, the time, you know, like I said, he 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 was working for the police department. He he always wore like 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. And when I started hygiene school, he changed his schedules for uh, overnights. Mm-hmm. Like overnight, yeah, overnights. So I can go to school. So shout out to my husband. Wow. Thanks to him. What a great husband. And, and that is another advice that, I, you know, that I didn't say, what's your, you know, what do you uh, advise for, you know, becoming a hygienist? And I say, all you need is support from someone, your husband, your grandma, your mother, your name. I don't care who it is. You need support mm-hmm. because you need someone there. That's what you need. One person to support you. And that was him. That was him. So you you went through hygiene school with one or two of your children? One. So Matthew at the time, he was, let's see, 2015. He was four years old. Oh, wow. Was it hard? Mm -hmm. It it was. It was. It was very hard. You know, hygiene itself is very hard. Uh, But I did it because I had support and I had him and he took care of him while I was going to school. Because, you know, school, it's not just attending school. It's also outside of school mm-hmm. to be able to pass. Yeah. So it was hard. But if I if I did it, you can do it. Anyone can do it. When you love something and you want to do something, you can do it. Absolutely. I feel the same way. And, and, and again, I go back to, you know, I took four years to graduate just with an associate. But I did it. You know, some of my friends in hygiene, it took them two years. You know, two of them actually were fresh out of high school. They did it in two years. Don't don't ever compare it to anyone. You know, it took me four years. It took them to it doesn't matter. You did it. You did it. It doesn't matter how long it takes you. You know, and I saw this on Instagram. I can't remember who it was. I wish I can remember so I can give them credit. But this person say if you want to do something, let's just say hygienist. You know, if you're one of the older ones and say, oh, well, you know, that takes, you know, let's say four years. I'm going to be 40 in four years. That's kind of late. And then she says, whether you do it or not, you're still going to be 40. So you might as well do it. Be 40 and be a hygienist. So I don't think, oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be all, you're still going to be 40. Just do it. Be 40 and a hygienist. It's okay. It's okay. I really love that advice. I, I wish I remember who he was. but I feel like we thing, oftentimes, you know? you know, associate our age with where we think in our heads, where we're supposed to be. No. And I remember when I, yeah, when I was younger, I used to say, okay, by the time I'm 30, I'm going to be married. I'm going to have two kids. I'm going to have finished hygiene school. I'm going to have a house. I'm going to have all these different things and expectations that I have. All those expectations are so stupid. And why we put so much pressure on ourselves and have a timeline as to when we're going to finish it just, I think it, 
I don't know why we do that to ourselves, but there's really, there shouldn't, yeah, there shouldn't be a timeline. Whether you're 22, 30, or 35, or 40, and you're like, I want to go to hygiene school, get up and do it. There's no better time than to start right now at this moment. Stop saying if and when, and get off your ass and do it right now. Because... And you know what? Like, priorities, you know, everyone has different priorities. Your prayer might have a family. Your prayer might be being professional. It doesn't matter. Just do what you make. Like, don't compare to others. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, don't look at me like, you know, thank God, you know, this is how it worked out for me. You know, I work for it too because no one say, hey, here's a hygiene degree for you. No, I earned it. And that's why I always, uh, I was very happy with Michelle. She's uh, Mrs. Miss RDH. Oh my God, I forgot her Instagram handle, but she's one of my friends on Instagram, Michelle. She just put up her um, diplomas on the wall. And I told everyone, bring your diplomas, whether it's in your office, whether it's in your house, show them off. You earned it. Don't put it in the closet collecting dust. You earned them. Show them off, you know? Yeah. Anyways, I, I, I forgot what I was going to that. But <laughs> I, I really did. I really it's forgot. okay. I love but. your. I I just love hearing every word that you say. I'm like taking it all in because I feel like everything you embody is exactly how I feel about life itself, and it's so good to hear someone else with the same mindset. And I I feel so lucky to be on the phone with you and having this conversation because it just reminds me how short life is and how you know what may seem beautiful on Instagram like obviously your pictures don't show forth every struggle every battle every hill that you had to probably jump over or through and so I think it's very honorable to hear your story and how you overcame everything you've been through. I mean, here you are from Colombia. Uh, it was English was not your first language. You it was a struggle. Yeah, you <sighs> met your husband at a really young age. You had a child, and you also put yourself through hygiene school with a four-year-old, which. I could never imagine doing. I could barely handle my husband and my dog at the time. But kudos to you. And for all the moms or dads listening that are going through dental hygiene or are considering, if she can do it, so can you. And yeah, I just, wow. I'm I'm happy to be your friend. I think that oh, I'm your, happy to be your, your friend, story you know? is incredible. I, I just remember where I was going and... It, you know, what I was trying to prove is they don't compare it to others. You know, you will see me and you say, oh, my God, she's 30. She's already married. She have two kids. She's already a professional. Okay, but you can do it too. Yeah. You can do it. You you know, God has a plan for you. Work for it, you know. If you're just in the house doing nothing, then most likely you're not going to achieve anything. Get up and do it. it. Yeah, exactly. Just do it. Just like just do it. I feel like should we we say just floss it just because it's Jasmine here? (laughs) But just do it. (laughs) 
Look, Paola and I can literally go on for hours, and I think our next our next podcast should be about like office drama. Oh my god, that we would need, be like, three hours for that. You so that yeah, I, I feel. Like- I think no people will stay because that was actually one of the questions uh, that I we didn't go through all the questions. Um, but yeah, one of them is like, give me the whole tea about the office. Yes, um, I think we're, another- yeah, we're going to have to use that for another one. And maybe we can even bring on another hygienist to like banter with. And I think it'd be so freaking funny to like hear everyone's office drama, but <laughs> we'll have to save that for the next one because it's too yeah, juicy. One, like that deserves it's, its own its own podcast in itself. This was just an introductory to Paola. Uh, Paola, what's your uh, Instagram handle for all the people listening? My Instagram handle is my name, Paola, so P-A-O-L-A underscore R-D-H dot 15. I know I said it wrong, but it's my name. It's my credentials. And 15 is because I graduated in 2015. There you go, guys. So, it's Paola underscore RDH period 15. And you guys should go follow her. She is such an incredible soul. And she shares on her Instagram. You share like before and afters of cleanings. I really enjoy seeing those. Don't we all? And she also shares cute ass photos of herself, which we can all never get enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to take my picture. I actually... Okay, so let me tell you what I'm wearing today because I told you I was gonna look cute even though we're not seeing each other like on FaceTime right now. I look cute for you. Okay, okay what are I you wearing? Just what are you wearing for me? <laughs> okay, I am wearing six, of course, and I'm wearing the color. What is it called? Shock pink, shock something like that. C H A L K shock. I think this is the name of the color. It's not longer there but it's very nice and cute do you know which one it is the shark pink color yeah yeah actually i do know which one you're referring to it's like the it's like a bright loud pink right like a highlighter color it's not a bright pink it's the opposite it's kind of like a dusty rose kind of oh is it mauve it's not mauve It's, it's okay i'm Oh, I, I'm sending you a selfie in this moment to your phone. <laughs> and you're going to get another picture, which has nothing to do with what I meant to say. But <laughs> okay, I'm waiting. I'm <laughs> eagerly, <laughs> eagerly waiting. I know, it's sending, it's sending, it's sending. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, yes. I love that. I don't have that color. You don't? No, but I need it. That's yeah. a very pretty, like, I feel like the color describes, like, in between a pink and a white rose, like right in between there. It's yes, not mauve. Yes, it's, it's like one pinkier than that. <laughs> it's like the perfect, the perfect blush. Oh, blush. Yeah. It's like a blush. Oh, yes. It is like a blush. Okay. you. you do. By the way, you that look fire. You look very fire. I'm looking at the picture that. and you should definitely send that to your husband. I'm picking another selfie because that was from last week, the one I sent you, because I wore it last week. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I took a new selfie. Um, And I'm wearing, um, I'm going to send it to you. I just took one. 
don't post this one. I'll take a better one. But I'm wearing um, some pins from Chop Lovely 32. Oh, and, yes. I um, love that. I love her. Who doesn't love Nicole? <laughs> her pins are just fire. Um, I'm wearing the Dental Babe pin that literally says Dental Babe. Aww. And the mirror. Oh, I see the mirror. I love the mirror. It's so cute. And I'm wearing the best friend pin. So I have half because my best friend, half the other half, could to Soulside Janice. Oh my gosh. That's the perfect yeah, pen. The perfect pen. Yeah. It's like what shop lovely underscore thirty two or shop lovely um, thirty two. Something like that. But she has very, very cute 32. dental pins. You guys should go check her out. Um I love okay, adding them. I have it here. It's shop underscore lovely thirty two. There you go. There you go. She hooked it up. Shout out to Nicole. She She's hooked it up. All right. So let's yeah. leave on a positive note of like what is your favorite song? Like your all-time favorite song. If it came on at the club or a party, you're up dancing. Name it. <laughs> you know, I'm a big fan of reggaeton. You love I, reggaeton? I, I, I love reggaeton. I know I and I joke with my best friend. I said to her, you know, the day that I die, you bring Jay Balvin because that's one of the artists that I love. <laughs> you bring Jay Balvin to my funeral. I might be alive again. Just so you know. <laughs> like, I might come back to life. Oh. So, I'm a big fan of Jay Balvin. I love it. I, and I love all his songs. I can't just mention one. Just his whole album. <laughs> I could see you getting up and dancing to J Balvin. Do they pay, do they play uh, reggaeton for you in your office? I play it for my patients. <laughs> I play it for my patients, and sometimes I obviously I always ask, "What would you like to listen to?" Because I want to make sure my patient is comfortable, and I want to put something for them. And most of the time, they're like, "Oh, whatever you want, you know, it's fine." And I'm like, "Are you sure?" Because I'm about to put reggaeton. <laughs> Uh, but in, uh, in I do listen to a lot of English music. I'm very I like a lot of uh, the R and B's. They like the two thousands R and B's. My favorite, know? like Usher. Like, and Usher, me, you is one of my favorites. Chris Brown. Oh, I love Chris uh, Brown too. Just my, I used to have his CD. You know, back then we have the CD. I used to have his CD of Chris Brown. I was obsessed with Chris Brown. I don't know if people know this, but I went to like three or four of his concerts. And then I stopped, obviously, supporting him when the whole Rihanna thing went down. Um, But I feel like he's kind of a changed man or he's improved. So uh, now he uh, doesn't do that anymore, hopefully. So I'm back on supporting him. You know, People make these days, and, you know, that was really bad, but he's also a great artist. And, you know, I, you know. If, he's if an, he's an incredible performer, I will say. Like, yes. I think that's why I enjoyed going to so many of his concerts, because he not only knows how to sing, but he can dance and perform. And oh, yes. you're just in awe the whole time. And I had Chris Brown's every single CD. And I remember I used to listen to every single song and memorize every single word. Um, I was obsessed with Chris Brown. And I had the posters. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I mean, I love Chris Brown. Archer, I actually attended one of his concerts, um, Archer. And I'm like, Yes, I mean it was just, it was so good. But that's one of like 
if I have to play something besides reggaeton, um, I will play R&Bs like the 2000s. I love it. We're yeah. on, we're definitely yeah. we definitely probably had the same type of playlist. I feel it. I think we for sure did. And like Daddy Yankee, all that. Oh yes. Ugh, I love all that music. But anyways, it was so good chatting with you. Um, we're gonna have to make a part two of this because I want to know more. Like I want to know more about Paola. I want to know more about how you discuss certain treatments. And I just think we should re uh um like come together and do another podcast we're gonna have to give the people what they want yes i i think so too especially because i have uh other questions that i i didn't get to talk to but just hanging there you know this gives uh our followers a reason to come back yeah you're gonna to have to come back you're gonna have to come back for another scoop or another dish uh we're gonna have to have you guys come on for more more ear talk jerry springer stuff (laughs) (laughs) but anyways it was so good chatting with you um i don't know if you have work the rest of the day but i hope you have an incredible friday in new jersey and uh i always love yes go ahead i I love chatting with you so it's fun i love chatting with you too and you know, Jasmine, before I go, I just want to thank you. I should have said this from the beginning, but I just want to thank you for having me on your podcast. Oh, of course. I feel so honored. I feel so honored. You know, you are one of the first influencers that I started following when I opened my ID account for dental. And you are always there for me. Hmm. You, you still are. You're always there for me. And the fact that you asked me to be on your podcast, I'm like, Seriously, she's the real, she's the real gem. You know, like I appreciate it so much, and I just want to thank you for having me and supporting me and making the time to reply my DMs. Of course, I'm always here for you. And if I don't respond, I'm so sorry. I try my best to answer to every single one of them, but sometimes it's just like so impossible. I know. But I Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I but dude, I'm always open to like seeing Paola's messages. She's so funny and like uplifts me every single time I open them and I feel so grateful to have met you through Instagram and have you as a friend. Like you're probably one of the girls that I could say that I could be friends with off of Instagram and I know that I would have such a great time with. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And we don't need a day. We need, like, a whole week. Yeah, we need, like, a whole week. I need to come to New Jersey, or you guys just need to come to California once this pandemic thing is over. I know. Can you believe I have never been to California before? What? Never. I know. And, you know, the funny thing, my son has been to California. I'm a 10-year-old. So, real quick, he uh, he does jiu-jitsu, so he competes international, too. And one of the tournaments, it was in California, and he flew to Cali with my husband. And I didn't get the chance to flew with him because it's like a six-hour ride. And at the time, my daughter was so little. I think it was a lot for her. Yeah. And I didn't want to leave her. Uh, but, you know, she's growing, and I don't have an excuse now. I want to go to Cali. Yeah, you need to come to Cali. We're Come to Cali, Cali, Cali. You need to come. You would love it. Actually, you, you would probably love it too much. 
Of course, love. Thanks oh. for joining me. If you guys aren't following her, her Instagram is Paola underscore RDH dot 15. And she is just a hoot. Go press that follow button. And we're going to have a part two. We need more Paola. And I just love having <laughs> you on. I love you, Tuts, And I hope you have an incredible day. Oh, I love you so much. And I hope you have a great, great week. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, sweetie. (laughs) Thanks for joining me on my podcast, Just Floss It. I really enjoyed having you. Thank you for having me, Jasmine. Have a a beautiful day, mamas. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, baby. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in to my podcast today with my friend Paola. If you didn't get the chance to hit that follow button, you definitely should. Her Instagram is at Paola underscore RDH dot 15. And today we talked about everything in her life and how she came from Colombia all the way to New Jersey and met her husband, had a baby, and went into dental hygiene. If she can do it, you have no excuses but to get up and start today. Today's podcast was brought to you by OrthoBuddy. It is an orthodontic toothbrush made for the traditional and lingual braces. It takes anywhere between 20 to 30 seconds to use with the toothpaste. You can brush below and above the wire on the upper and lower teeth. Then follow up with your regular toothbrush. It can replace your proxy, interproximal, or even Christmas tree brush, and it lasts up to three to four months. It helps orthodontists, dentists, and parents turn around patients from poor brushers during orthodontic treatment to excellent brushers. It prevents white spot, decalcification, cavities, and gum issues by cleaning all around and in between the brackets, elastics, and up to the gums. OrthoBuddy is super easy, safe, and effective. If you've never tried it, they will gladly offer you a lunch and learn. Just go to their website, www.ortho-buddy.com or on their Instagram, ortho underscore buddy.com or ortho buddy. I'm sorry, I totally butchered that, but who cares? (laughs) Um, But you should hit them up for a lunch and learn. They will gladly do it through either uh, a web webinar or in person. Um, contact them and they will send you some samples as well. I have absolutely loved using OrthoBuddy and recommending it to my patients. It was so fun having you guys on my podcast today. I hope you truly enjoyed it. If you have any more topics, please feel free to send them on my Instagram, JessFlossit, or my TikTok, or enjoy my YouTube channel, JessFlossit, as well. Everything is JessFlossit. I love having you guys tune into my podcast and sharing it on your stories. So if you are tuning into this one, don't forget to share it on your Instagram story and tag me. I would love to see that you're listening. Until then, it was nice having you, all you dental babes on here. Have a great day. Bye, guys. Enlightening, honest, and funny. You've been listening to Just Floss It with Jasmine Capra. Keep up with Jasmine at JustFlossIt.com and follow her on Instagram and TikTok at Just Floss It. Thanks for listening. Have a great week, y'all. Time stops when we're alone. You got my love. Don't let it go Feels like we're paper thin One step away from caving in When you're out where all the wild roams And you're looking for a way back home I'll be like this